1: Look, I know we, we've we joked about it in the past. I know that we've had our bit of fun with the idea. But it's now a reality. It's very possible. We thought that it was just going to be the six guys in the Money in the Bank ladder match, but it's become lucky number seven mm. as Logan Paul, YouTube megastar Logan Paul, social media entrepreneur, like, I'm trying to be as WWE as yeah. I count on this, came out on Raw and announced himself as being in Money in the Bank. And then a load of wrestlers came out and said, well, that's fine, I guess. (laughs) You could say he
2: has a prime opportunity to get the briefcase. Welcome everybody to the Raw Review here on the Wrestle Talk Podcast. I am Dan, The Truth. And this is Luke Owen, DAD. And when you make the joke of the day, we're not even a minute into the podcast. <laughs> I'm you,
1: already- Don't nope. you be bringing your no rolls Bar things over <laughs> here. Thank you very much. <laughs> don't you be bringing your NRP gags and like, nonsense over it's here. It's the multiverse
2: of madness, all right? It's multiverse <laughs> season. What can I tell
1: you? Please press the subscribe button, press the thumbs up button if this is your first time here, and leave a comment Comment down below if you're watching this on demand. But if you're watching it live, get in your ultranats to wrestletalk.com forward slash support. There's a big boo there. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's joke.
2: Yeah. Um, I have, um, when I thought about the nats today... Okay, I have to tell no, this is not the lead part of the show. is, is what, Nat- Natalia. Natalia
1: is not our lead? For a second week running, we fobbed her off as <laughs> being the, the lead for the story.
2: But there was, I will, spoilers, I really enjoyed this episode of Raw. but the, And there was a moment in here where my heart like sort of aches a little bit for Natty. Like, we'll get into it. But then I was like, oh no, I hope we're not piling on to <laughs> an actual genuine moment of identity crisis for this human being with the Ultra Nats. So I'm
1: making sure the alternates are a tribute all right that is a tribute to nat not for me they're not <laughs> uh but anyway we, the thing we are going to be talking about in this part i'm sure she's loved <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure she's a very yeah. nice person irl i don't care <laughs> for her on my television um but the main talking point we're going to be discussing here to kick us off is this uh, last week they announced logan paul was going to be appearing mm-hmm. on raw he's in his hometown Home of town. cleveland mm-hmm. and you know, there were some people who theorized, oh, maybe he'll just be entered into Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. He'll just announce he's in Money in the Bank or he'll do a qualifier or something along those lines. And I thought, I don't think they'll just do that. I don't think they would go through the rigmarole of having six qualifying matches and then just have one man come out and be like, oh, I'm in it as well now. Mm because I think that sets a precedent that the other six are losers Mm. that had to work to qualify for this match. But this guy is an an actual star. Mm. So he just gets to be in the match. And then at the end of this segment, like he took everyone out and he stood tall and he was like the star of this segment. Mm -hmm. I I think my big takeaway from this episode of Raw was I don't think this did any favors for Money in the Bank. Oh, interesting. In terms of I don't think it made the six participants look good because Logan Paul just announced himself for it and then beat them all up. Mm-hmm. Damien Priest got pinned. Shinsuke Nakamura got right. pinned. Yeah. And that was because Ricochet's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, not really. I think that's a bit harsh. But like, Ricochet sort of cost Nakamura the match and mm-hmm. things like that. I just don't think it did a great job of making the money in the bank guys look good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the women's side of things is is, is a much better thing. I quite like the Trish and, and Raquel yeah. thing. Although I thought the match wasn't great, I quite like the story that they were going for mm-hmm. in that. So I don't think they made Money in the Bank feel good or like special. But Logan Paul being in Money in the Bank, I think is a big thumbs up. Oh my God, huge. I think this is I, I know we've been I've been joking about it and I've been sort of saying it's like a bit of a trolling thing but deep down I've also thought actually, I think it's a, re- a great idea it's a great opportunity. I was chatting with people at the last live show that we did mm. and people were like who we wants to see you in Money in the Bank and I was legit saying it's like Logan Paul because mm. can you imagine when he's doing his podcast and that briefcase is always yeah. and because he's never around when he then just shows up it becomes this huge deal it's like oh man it's not just Logan Paul is here it's the Money in the Bank holder mm. is here Mr. Money in the Bank is here Champs beware! Mm. There's some really cool excitement around that. Then you put the world title on him, which you may as well do. Like mm. you can have that behind him on his podcasts and stuff. I think there could be some really good that could come out of Logan Paul being in Money in the Bank. Yeah. Well, what what before we talk about like him possibly winning the yeah. thing, what did you make of this segment and? The, this the, the, the whole the whole story as a whole it's interesting that
2: your um your take on it was that it, this show didn't do a lot for money in the bank in general. I do see where you're coming from for me i actually I kind of felt the opposite I don't know if I just woke up on the right side of the bed this morning, but I had a really good time from the moment the show kicked off right the way through to the end um and I really enjoyed this segment because when the lights came up and he's already sat atop the ladder. I instantly knew why he was there, right? Last week, I was like, maybe he's answering Seth's Open Challenge. When that went out the window, I was like, okay, so he's not. So he's here for money in the bank. bank. And then he started cutting this promo, and he's really good about it. And he brings up the famous people from from Cleveland, LeBron James, Jerry the King Lawler. And I was like, "Mm, wouldn't necessarily think of those people as inherently famous because of Cleveland. And then he's like... Because we left, right? And I'm like, oh, what brilliant little heel work you've done He's there.
1: very good at getting the local Cleveland Yeah. Heaps.
2: And I think that when I started to think about the, the positioning of Logan Paul being in this ladder match, and then I realized who else was in there because they all came out. I was like, ah, yeah, do you know what? I'm into this because it's that whole thing of I'm actually so big. I'm Logan Paul. I'm one of the biggest stars in the world. Like me or hate me. I can negotiate my way into something. And that doesn't necessarily make the others look, to me, doesn't feel like jumps, but it does make him feel like a big old heel, a big old smart Brock Lesnar kind of, I'm only going to do the If I'm not on first, that's the one first kind of main event person. He's in the match. Um, and now I can't wait to watch him be battered by a load of ladders. Well,
1: I I think he's going to be, I mean, Ricochet's in there. I was so about like, to
2: say, it's so a Ricochet, and when Ricochet then ke- comes out, and he's like the first one to come out, and they had that moment that like unreal matrix moment in the royal rumble Mm. that went viral and ricochet was like i kind of made you without me you're just a guy doing a move yeah like that his point was like i helped you go viral with that moment don't don't count me out ricochet and logan paul in the same ladder match i just want to watch logan paul be bashed on a bunch of ladders but you're also going to see some real athleticism also they do this kind of pr move they do this kind of bringing in a celebrity for these big shows it's in london ksi will probably be there again you know it's his home home turf like you want to have that crossover appeal you want to have that mainstream it's the whole point of having logan paul here it's the whole point point. and now what they have already going into the show is logan paul holding the money in the bank briefcase that's a still he doesn't even need to win the thing but they've got a picture of him with his hands on the money in the bank briefcase on the top of a ladder and what makes it so great which is so different compared to other celebrity PR moments that we have had in the past, Pamela Anderson, for instance, is that I think we all know at this point, based on Logan's experience in the ring,
1: we're going to be in for something good. He's going to be really great in that match. Like yeah. I, I think it's him and Ricochet are probably going to be like the human highlight reels yeah. of it. Like I I think in the three count, I said Ricochet is like the Shelton Benjamin of this match. Yeah. He's, there, he's not going to win. He's not going to come with an ass's roar of winning, but mm. he's just there to do the fun spots. That's going to be really impressive. Don't Logan say. Paul is also going to be able to do those in really cool and impressive spots but be that threat of winning. And it's the threat of winning that makes it so compelling. That's exactly Because it it was, I was saying, he is close to winning. Yes. He's going to be getting that great London, UK crowned heat. Because we don't want to see him win. And that's what makes him nearly winning or potentially winning. Really great.
2: It's interesting because I had this with Pete when we had crown jewel. Pete really uh, obviously did not want him to win. He's like, he's not winning. He's not winning. I'm like, but there's a chance. All it takes is three seconds you like, there's as long as you've got a 1% chance that he might do it. Like, look, no one expected, we said this, I think, a couple of weeks ago, no one expected Roman to win at WrestleMania. So, but it happened. Mm-hmm. This could happen. He could win this match. Do, if it were me booking it, would I have it happen? No. I think you get the PR. I think I would. I well, Because you, <laughs> you made a compelling argument. You made a compelling argument about the idea of him having the, the briefcase. He's not around a lot. He'll come back. Um, I just think that for me, You can do more with the briefcase with someone who is present, who you're going to elevate to the next level. And Mm. I have a winner in that match in
1: that regard. Um, And I think based on the crowd reactions,
2: so do we all. Yeah, but but, um, for me,
1: there's two names and there's one name that it's it's, greatly outshined the other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I think that I think the idea of Logan winning is, is fun. But I think more than anything, WWE have the PR they wanted by having him in the match full stop. They'll get the great viral moments. And then logan can go off and do whatever he wants to do until the next big show yeah i mean SummerSlam is on the way so
1: i i still think this is la Knight's match to lose i do too uh i just i, I don't think you can be a wrestling company and not hear those reactions and not think yeah we should probably <laughs> push this guy to the moon it's so funny because i wrote that down but because what basically what happened
2: was i mean i don't want to take over your gig but what I'm happened was logan starts talking and then one by one all the all the participants come out which is such a wwe thing to do isn't yeah. it yeah like or brand split lol yeah. it's like why
1: was la night there yeah. and, I, you know what? but, it, but it, it doesn't it's pro wrestling it i'm choosing matter. to just the brand split doesn't exist doesn't, doesn't exist whatever no like it, it was important for about a week and a half to try and get the nfl bump yep and then they were like ah, not not asked yeah They'd just be on whatever show you want so i've chosen to move on dana, they all start coming brooke out was, <laughs> dana brooke was drafted to raw and then showed up on nxt last week and said oh, i could be on any show i want yeah so, well, yep i mean all right cool well there you go the draft was pointless then
2: so they all start coming out and um
1: <laughs> uh everyone has something to say everyone has a bit to do la night comes can't you say out? everyone's got something to say i mean i think there's a difference between having something to say and saying something because like <laughs> yeah. ricochet came out and said something I, no i think he had something nakamura to say. came out and said something that one's true santos escobar came out and said something that one's true
2: i think pete, ricochet had something to say pete
1: dunn came out and logan paul died, i don't even know who you are
2: <laughs> that line was but that's that's logan paul he's a heel he should say that but my point being they all come out they're saying some stuff um la Knight comes out and he's like in you know i'm i'm cutting a promo like old style so rock old style steve austin yeah. I'm, I'm basically on a roll i'm barely taking a breath and i've got all these things to say and then the crowd are with me yeah and it's just like oh that guy's a bit of a star and i loved butch coming out and he didn't have a microphone in his hand he just got in and went for a fight you don't know who i am you know who i am now starts a little brawl we have a tiny little brawl and then as logan paul is climbing the ladder to get his his shot of him holding the briefcase the crowd are on their feet chanting for la knight who isn't even in frame and i'm like oh there's a bit of spice here take advantage of this i just hope that that Vince McMahon's moustache didn't start tingling.
1: Because if he notices that we like a person, he will not give it to us. I think that there's a chance that that's not going to happen uh, for a variety of reasons. The number one of which, though, is that when LA Knight came out, the commentary were going out of their way they to be were. like, did you hear that reaction? Mm. Wow, did you hear the reaction that LA Knight got? Because I think they know They've noticed. that he is getting this incredible swell of crowd mm. reaction, right? Like this, this, this crowd love and people are really Getting behind La Knight, one of the feels like one of the biggest stars that they've got on SmackDown at the moment in terms of crowd reactions. Mm. So I think you can ride that wave of momentum. I in the three count uh, predictions video that we did, and I'll go into a little bit more on this when we do the predictions video, I suppose. But um, I, for me, it comes down to La Knight and Damian Priest, mm. and the reason why I'm leaning more towards Priest is because I think it's more likely someone cashes in on Seth than they do on Roman. Right. So if it goes into La Knight. Then you decide either he just moves across to Raw, and or you know, I don't know why I'm putting so much emphasis on this whole Raw and SmackDown thing. They don't. They, they, aren't, aren't. they aren't. But like, I think if we're going to at least try and pretend that it mm. is a thing, then you do want to keep some delineation there. But I want it to be LA Night more. But do I want it more on Logan Paul? Mm. It's just it's this. It's what makes the most narrative
2: face heel storyline and la Knight. they all cut promos that were put onto twitter and and la Knight was was sort of he even mentioned the whole thing of like oh you can just walk in and declare yourself i didn't know that was a thing we could do the rest of us had to do matches but you know what whatever you're in the match i'm going to take you out kind of thing and i think that's a really good way of like i mean it just shows it's a heel tactic for logan paul i think it would be very very satisfying for him to take this briefcase and the Stephanie McMahon model of prancing around like he'd really earned this thing when he actually kind of hadn't although he probably would but he
1: probably would do but that's the difference with with Logan Paul is that you can't really do that celebrity that has just stepped in here and has just taken a spot because he's good and like he legit has earned most of the things that he is doing because he's dead good at what he does if it were me annoyingly so (laughs) this is the thing I don't I don't
2: care about logan paul as a a, i've never really consumed his content i don't know what prime tastes like
1: i literally know him as a wrestler that's it that's that is the extent of my logan paul knowledge i
2: i as as a youtuber i i have found his um framing of the notion of a youtuber irritating um i did find the the suicide forest extravaganza to be just so distasteful Mm -hmm. um but in the context of the WWE, he's doing a fantastic job. Um, I just think, for me, if I'm booking this match, I'm using that um, that name value, the talent that he has clearly got for this. I think he's a far better wrestler than he was ever going to be a boxer. Um, and, and so the oh also i love that he called him his own brother a loser (laughs) people from cleveland who are losers like my brother um i i would have if i'm booking this match i've got the opportunity i'm gonna have a huge massive unbelievable viral ricochet logan paul moment they're gonna take each other out and that's la Knight's opportunity to go up and get it so you get the best of all worlds
1: Uh, people pointing out there as well it's like you also scam people with nfts you know he, he, but, of course he did. But within the wrestling That's world, scams. but within the wrestling world, I think there's a lot of upside to, to Logan Paul. I think having mm. him in the match makes the most sense like that is what i would do with my with a, if i had logan paul on my roster i'd mm. put him in money in the bank i'd have those moments where it looks like he's going to win but td if it looks like he's going to win then from out of nowhere la Knight stops him and then la night You want to make a, a statement having la night do that with a london crowd because that's oh gonna be God. a hell of a reaction when la night stops great, him, shout, great and, shout and then he wins like yeah. that's the moment that you want to book but equally like him having money in the bank i don't think is the worst idea in the world either yeah look i've got my I've got my grievances with him just being in the match Mm -hmm. because I get what you're saying he could do this Brock Lesnar type thing. But that's not what they said on television. Mm. He just said, I'm in the match. We said he called the executives. Yes, but I, I think you're not making more of this. Mm. Oh, like the wrestlers being pissed off mm. that he's just in the match. Because like Ricochet just comes out be like, Oh, you're in the match, are you? Okay, cool. Well, like, I guess you like you're, you're officially in the match. And then Nakamura comes out and is like, Actually, Ricochet, I've got a problem with you. And it's like, Well, why haven't you got a problem with Logan Paul? So
2: I disagree with you only because Ricochet did come out and sort of say, "Like,
1: Don't forget that your your viral moment was mine. Like he was was a, there that's was a, a reason. Di- that's a different. To being like sure, I, why I had to fight to get into this position, and you just got handed mm. to it. like that is a storyline you can tell. Him saying I made you go viral, which I don't think is true. Mm. um Is I, is yeah, a,
2: ricochet not That's what's important.
1: It's a weak source argument. Yeah, right. it's also not relevant to the the point at yeah. hand that, that Logan Paul is making. So I think that something more could be made of it from there. Uh, maybe my grievance here is it's an open goal that's not being taken. Right, it is just. I think you can. there's a laziness in just being like, "A's hey, in the match. Mm.
2: Almost instead of everyone coming out, why not just have LA Knight come out and read him a little bit? But then again, you potentially make LA Knight look weak because what you want is that final shot. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Um...
1: It doesn't bother me that but, much, but that's it, like yeah. and it, like, it's just a minor grievance that I've mm. got with the segment. But like I think my minor grievance is completely overshadowed yeah. by I think the larger positive of him being in the match. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it is a, I think it's a massive positive. Yeah, I would
2: completely agree on that. Um we... I just can't wait. I want him to break a ladder on his back. That's <laughs> what I mean. I want them to throw him through make a pile of ladders and put him through all of
1: them what i find very How satisfying in- what i find very interesting about logan paul um we're gonna get into your ultra chats uh, sorry your ultra Nats, Ultra Nats, uh on this topic as well logan paul is not a draw for us in the uk well in, in terms of like wrestle talk content right. right like we have done wrestle talk news episodes where logan paul is the lead mm-hmm. and you'd think i mean literally the whole point of having logan paul is, is that he's got this mainstream crossover appeal right mm-hmm. But any time that we've led with Logan Paul, like, news doesn't do it very well. And I'm leading with this on the podcast now, because I thought this was like the most interesting thing on the show, which mm-hmm. I thought was broadly a totally fine show with uh, a handful of highlights and not even like, I wouldn't even say there's lows, just very few highlights. Mm-hmm. It was a totally fine three out of five episode of Raw. But we've led here. Our Concurrent viewers aren't as high as they have been previously. Mm-hmm. And then I look at the Ultranats one person has something to say has one has something to say about it one person has an opinion on this mm. and i so I, I look at this like it's amazing they keep telling me he's this big mainstream draw and yet why well, put it we put him on things and doesn't i'm going to give you the
2: key phrase casual viewer it's like the person who would just be watching the show or would be reading the thing maybe di- like my my mate jack right who doesn't watch wrestling but does tried to tell me all the things that he knows about wrestling when Wrestlemania comes around and I go yes okay Jack um, he he would hear oh well, Logan Paul's wrestling at Money in the Bank in the ladder match Are you j- I'll watch that like if you're mm. watching it let's watch it together that's the kind of person who's going to be brought in by Logan Paul us lot Who are here every single week and we believe that someone like la Knight or an opportunity to get santos escobar over to another level or or an opportunity to see butch have that huge hometown moment we're far more intrigued by those kind of storylines and by that development and something like kevin and sammy and and cody being this main event trio or trish being put in the money in the bank letter match for the first time evs like there's 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 other things for us to to care about it is the casual viewer who they are trying to, uh, to to get and i
1: think it works i don't think it is you know i don't think it is because i don't think he has shown to be a ratings like he's not been shown to be a needle mover right i don't think he has shifted extra pay-per-view buys Mm. or like extra uh signups to peacock Mm. i i mean you can't really look at the ticket sales because money in the bank had already sold out so you can't say like we put him on like cm punk for example they put tickets on the united center And they sold out on the rumour the Punk was going to be there. They announced Punk. Ticket sales then sold out. Like that is, you can look at that and be like, that's hard data. He sold that building. He's a draw. He sold that building out. I don't know if we can have, I don't know if we've got that data for Logan Paul Mm. to show that he is. But I don't think that's a reason not to do it because the idea is solid enough. He has got a billion followers on whatever platforms Mm. that he's on so you'd think that's a like people will then migrate over i don't think it works in principle Mm -hmm. but i think the theory is there i think the 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 austin theory is worth exploring Mm.
2: and again at the end of the day um what do i care about
1: enjoying the show right and i think i'm gonna i yeah i mean i i totally get that i i mean i like the business aspect of it that's, right, why, that's yeah. why i like ratings that's why i like d- ticket sales that's why i like diving into mm, numbers because I'm i create because i find that bit interesting yeah so i i i am interested in that side of things but you know like i think if we ran a poll now and just said like what do you want to see logan paul win mm. or like should logan paul win i reckon you'd probably get a 60 40 right result on yeah. that and like, there's a part of that which is like, oh, that's interesting, a split audience. But I think you'd also look at that and be like, yeah, I don't think people are bothered either way. Mm. Like, I think if you Logan Paul was as hated as a heel, it would be ninety percent, no, ten mm. percent, yes. But I think there'd be more of a split audience on that. But you know what? Let's let's put it as a poll. Let's see if my theory is true. Mod mother, if you can hear me, let's have a poll. Should Logan Paul win Money in the Bank? Yes or no. Mm.
2: Mm. Well, a good way of getting actual data from our, our lovely people uh,
1: that's very uh smart of you that, well thank you very much also i think there will, i would say there might be a very strong no contingent there only because people will want la Knight to win <laughs> i know yeah that's very
2: true that's yeah. very true. and i think i think I, I i i do love the idea of him having the briefcase on his podcast or, or like someone who's not there all the time showing up it makes a huge moment especially after theory being the most previous winner but i think yeah, it's hard to look past someone like it's hot, especially because this one, as we spoke about last week, and people were more um, keen on it than I was, this idea of this, this mid-card match being a real opportunity. And in go- I've been going back and watching old Money in the Banks and realizing that...
1: A very good Twitter thread as well. Thank
2: you very much. I, I had a break because I had a um, full weekend of Mission Impossible. But um, the, the, it's, it's very fun to go back and look at them because you sort of see, ah, we actually had a run here of some really main event people in this, like AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, like whatever, in these Money in the
1: Bank ladder matches. This is what the match was supposed to be. I, that's what I like. That's why I like the original sixth yeah. lineup that they had. And actually, I'm probably more interested now with the seventh entering in there with Logan Paul. Mm. I am not a person that's looking at this being like, oh, what a mid card in the back. I was like, no, this is good. Let's <laughs> let's elevate someone into the into the main event scene. And I that's I, what is what's making people be anti the idea or pro LA Knight or Damian Priest. We I think we want that exactly. We yeah. want to see that. I think I, I think I might have even said this on last week's episode, or I was on a Dynamite or, or a review or something like that. But I when randy orton won money in the bank like, what's the point like, mm. when john cena was like what's the point like they get title yeah, shots every other week mm. anyway so what's the point in giving them money in the bank mm. you're better off giving it to someone like a dean ambrose mm. or giving it to someone like a seth rollins giving it to in this case an la knight mm-hmm. giving it to someone who you can elevate up into a new position i was excited when they gave it to sandow yeah yeah
2: that's because that's yeah, yeah.
1: a potential to try and create someone new i mean they didn't take it but you know they, had the potential. <laughs> they could have Uh, right, let's get into your ultra nats. Joel Shepherd really just repeats what we've got as the title of this, which is so Logan's winning money in the bank then. Mm.
2: I mean, I don't think, yeah, like we said, I don't think it's wired on, but it's a possibility now. There's always the one percent. Uh, we
1: have had a few more come in since I said that no one's talking about you this. Them <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Father Beps has become a member who just says, Hi, truth and Luke. Has to be knight, right? Yeah. Him or Logan, but we need a full timer to get the briefcase over. But will they put the belt on him? World heavyweight. One hundred percent, I can see them putting on it. Universal, no. So my
2: question here then about that is, if um, I, I don't personally think Roman is holding the the belt all the way to um, Mania? Mania, I don't. Oh, I do. I've got, I, I have a, a lovely little conspiracy theory mm. for you because I love them. Um, that payback is on the way, and he's going to lose it. Though. Oh yeah, because yeah, oh. he won. He he won the the belt at Payback the last time they did a show called Payback. It's the same weekend he won it. Um. also Jay makes him lose the belt whether to himself or to he loses it to someone else that's payback mate you know what I mean the show is called payback so I'm like mm-hmm. Could have a little, you could play with that little, and they love their little poetry th- three symmetry yeah. moments so, I, that's um,
1: actually a very good point i, I
2: had not thanks. considered it uh, but, I'll, I'll be
1: honest i was more annoyed that they announced a pay-per-view the day before all out well all out hasn't been announced yet it
2: has it hasn't been official is, is it? it has it's, has it? it's, it's september 2nd it has no, it's september 2nd they no, said that's that, payback yes yeah, what i said no and all out hasn't been officially made yet
1: they said all out a week later
2: did they i thought that was just a, uh, it hasn't been
1: officially confirmed i'm pretty sure that had been confirmed
2: either way being. at least it's not on the same night you know if they announce an nxt show for the same night as all out i'll be the f- human no
1: it's worse it's, it, it, it just makes our lives so much harder also all <laughs> yeah. in's the week before that's three shows in one week oh, man, they never for good things. they never oh you're right it hasn't been officially confirmed No. Oh. But, but they never think of the content creators <laughs>
2: they never think of us you're right we should, we should strike and that's, that's why I hate them <laughs> they're
1: petty little bastards running a show there I'm busy man I've got things to do uh, I've, got, a, I got, I've got, I got kids I've got kids mate kids <laughs> kid, no plural singular
2: um, um, sure, but, yeah. so anyway just to bring me back on topic with LA Knight is that like if the belt comes off Roman Knight doesn't have to cash in soon you know he could it could cash in at Royal Rumble or or whatever you know he could hold it until next May like it's a possible i don't you love the idea of him walking around with that briefcase kind of promo mm. yeah
1: so in they're just being like uh roman won't drop the belt on a b pay-per-view didn't think you would win at WrestleMania either. Anything can happen at this point. 1%. Sheldon Jackson said, Logan Paul confirmed it last night that he won't be winning money in the bank because he climbed the ladder and touched the briefcase. We know in WWE history, if you touch the briefcase before the match itself, you ain't winning it. Look, it's just, It, it no, is we, written. We all thought that Roman was going to lose at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, anything <that> could happen. <laughs> Hector Rodriguez has been a member for 17 months in a row. Said, let's say Logan wins the briefcase. What happens if he only cashes in on the Universal Championship? What happens to the gold undisputed title so oh right because roman's got three belts at the moment yeah yeah, yeah.
2: so my thing about that was the undisputed title is sort of a roman exclusive title because he He's the only one who deserves that big old gold one. So when he loses but the belt, but belt looks the same. it it's cooler. But like when oh, don't get me started on Asuka's
1: belt. I, but it's supposed to look like the main title. I know. Roman because Cody honestly, was supposed to win at Mania. Roman having all three belts was the funniest thing. I I, I know the Friday segment was really great. Yeah. I know that Jey Uso had a really good performance. I know that Jimmy was great. I know that Roman and Solo and Hamer were all great. I could not take my eyes off the <laughs> fact that there's three. <laughs> world titles on him now. The whole point of giving them the new one was to get rid of the other two, and he just kept them. When so it has read... got was world... There's a backstage segment. They're all piled yeah. on top of each other. When it's I the most ludicrous a... thing.
2: An internal conversation about whether or not they're ever going to keep all three. I was like, "Of course there is.
1: Of course <laughs> there is. It's, it's so stupid. Nonsense. I have no idea what they're doing with those belts. This wasn't the plan, <laughs> was it? <laughs> uh sky shadow running here said on a delay so apologies if that's been said but la Knight said it best the people who are drawn to logan paul are 14 year olds they're the one watching his videos flooding shops to buy prime i don't think anyone else really cares this much that was from our moderator rob mm. so oh no sorry yeah, i from, think I think rob, 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 just, was rob like, just agrees with that rob said yes yes <laughs> i i agree with all of this yeah it's funny when i was um i was walking through one of my local my local town center uh, i've never actually seen prime in shops before no, i haven't either but then i did mm. it was in like a specific like gaming like oh, we sell squid games stuff we sell like plushies and oh all yeah, yeah and they had prime on sale there and i did see a 14 year old go like oh sweet prime <laughs> <laughs> and i was like it's the first time i've actually heard that like out loud from a human being Look, you're getting the next generation of fans in that's what I'm saying. And the guilty hat here says, "Hello, Logan. The only truth in wrestling worth a damn. Uh, I hate to say it, but Logan is the best choice. It works for the character, maybe draws in the casual fans by his toctic But mostly for me, you can't be Mister Money in the Bank like a drummer if he's not there. That's also a very that's good
2: point. a very good point."
1: Right, let's get into the rest of this show. Um, but actually, before we do, Dan, yeah, I um, just wanted to have a, a, a little bit of—I um, th- I don't know what I would call this—but uh, we've got a live show coming up.
2: I didn't—I I fully don't know where you're going. We've
1: got a live show coming up. We're doing yeah. Money in the Bank uh-huh. in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. We are going to be back in the Long Arm Pub and Brewery, yes, having a great time mm-hmm. with all of you and people. It's sold out. Yeah, Mania is sold out. Mm-hmm. So we can't. We have something made to promote it anyway because just in case ticket sales weren't there but we sold out but i just want to show you the video anyway but so it's going to be playing but we're going to talk over it but like this is what you can expect when you come to our live event next time and i'm going to also use this as an opportunity to tell you that on thursday if you are a ticket holder you will be getting an email well tickets will go on sale Extra tickets are going on sale for Quizzlemania. We're opening up 15 more seats for Quizzlemania Live 2. So you can come and join us. And also, you know, if you've got your ticket, you're going to be part of this great fun as well. Hanging out with some of the as best you. wrestling fans on the planet as we enjoy Money in the Bank at the Long Arm Pub and Brewery. Here is the moment where Decadane won a replica jam, <laughs> that championship in our raffle. Uh, there's the professor Dan Layton That's having me. a lovely time Oscar had just won
2: so I was, I was like oh, I could win this belt you know <laughs> it's very spicy so
1: yeah uh, I just wanted to show this video because I'm, I'm dead excited for us yeah. to do another one of those it's a
2: good vibe it's a very good vibe yeah. um, and I can't wait I genuinely it was, I, I just cannot wait be a lot of fun
1: anyway let's get into the rest of this episode of raw and i have
2: to tell you i really liked the show you were talking about it being like a three star like no no low lights but no real highlights from the moment the show opened i was like oh hello i sat up in my seat this is the to best the thing moment the show. the show ended i was i had i thought this was genuinely very very high in the star rating i will tell you it when we get there at the end i had a great time
1: well, so go. and I like
2: these more. I like these shows where like we're slightly differing because mm. it means we get to have a fight.
1: But also like <laughs> I mean, no one like I don't think we're gonna have a fight on no, this no, though, fight. because you're gonna really enjoy something and I'm gonna go, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't think there's much of a fight there. Because I didn't actively hate anything on this show. Right. I think there's one bad match on this show. Oh which, I can't wait to find out which one it was. It was Raquel versus Trish. Wrong. And it was all Raquel. No. I thought Trish was totally fine, but I thought Raquel was an, Ooh, I a disagree. a charisma vacuum Ooh. in that match, and I well, thought she was, and I thought Becky's performance one one all that either. Let them but, fight. But I don't think it was a. I don't think there was anything on the show that was bad.
2: The chat, right? <laughs> you pay attention to this and tell me when I'm telling lies.
1: But se- so the report, you can play that game. Punk, the gimmick stealer. Re- the report is uh, from various sources. Vince McMahon made a lot of changes to this show. Yes, he did. Most of them were like minor changes, its placement, things here and there. But the thing that he did change was the the opening of the show, and I think you can tell. When Vince has changed a show at the last minute remotely, because mm-hmm. the pacing is way off and ad breaks come in at funny times. Mm-hmm. There's a there was a there's a moment during this show when so like they have the same Finn Balor attacks Rollins, mm-hmm. then the judgment day make an entrance to cut a promo about the fact they attacked him and out yep. challenge then we have a match then cody rhodes makes a full entrance to come out and accept that challenge mm. so i'm like oh we are just filling time right because right. we have scrapped whatever we had planned mm-hmm. which was probably the open challenge that seth rollins was going to do and now we just need to try and like scramble and fill for time mm-hmm. but the show did open with seth rollins to talk about his open challenge but finn balor attacked him while he was posing and then just kicked the tar out of him oh he went for it didn't he yeah this was great this yes. this was this was good from Bala. yeah he needed this uh to make him feel like he was a credible threat to the the the, the belt it also feeds him from what seth said to him last week he's like i want that guy from seven years ago the guy that beat me seven mm. years ago because i haven't seen that finn for seven years and we got that here. He hit a coup de gras off the stairs. Yeah. He hit a coup de gras off the announcer's table. Security were leading him off, so we just ran round and hit another coup de gras off the stairs. Very, very good. I thought this was an uh, an excellent segment. Yeah, I completely agree, and I think it was exactly what was needed for
2: balance from last week because Finn's intensity in this moment was really off the chain. Like when he he like basically rammed Seth into that table at breakneck pace. Then yeah, being pulled away when he did that. Leap off the stairs into a cougar. I gasped and I sat forward. I was like, "Oh, we're doing this, are we? Okay." And then doing it the second time, and and there was he did it the second time and sort of fell backwards, as you know, you can do with a move like that now and again. And he was sort of grabbed by the the army of security and WWE officials, and including Jason Jordan, including Jason Jordan, and they dragged him back. And it made him look like he was like a psycho. Like it made him look like he was being dragged away. After causing some form of giant crime scene, and I thought it was like real bit of improvisation from him in the moment to still make himself look intense and cool while on the ground, and that kind of like feeds into what I was saying last week was I was maybe a bit too harsh on Finn last week, but what I was essentially saying was step up and and take the moment and respond to it that's what the best do and he really did here. i thought it was absolutely fantastic i thought he nailed it and i thought seth's selling of it was brilliant as well yeah and when it continued into the
1: backstage area Just ragdolling him around in the yeah. back i mean it, it was filmed horribly but it was like oh, yeah, that, that that, that's is. wwe production but yeah. like i think the intensity of the the brawl the was, was was dead good i thought yeah. rollins was great i thought balor was really good in this i actually enlisted this did a lot for Bala. Mm. um and I, I, th- I kind of I, I run a bit like hot and cold on this. I thought Bron Breaker's promo that he cut later on in the night, like Rollins is facing Braun on um, Tomorrow, and, on, and, on NXT yeah. tonight. So I was right last week. You were, and I apologize. I, I'm big I, enough to apologize. I really second guessed myself uh, yeah. on that because I was like, it felt like it was announced for next week, but no, it was. It's it's happening this week here. Maybe it wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just you. Everyone else was correcting me as well. Um, but I thought that they actually. I, I th- the promo was really good from Bronn, even though he is dressed like Dominic Toretto from mm-hmm. Fast and Furious these days. And. I thought that was good. I don't think it's the best use of Brondon. Like, I thought we could have done something bigger with him. I wonder if they did have something bigger for him planned before the big plans changed. Yeah. And then Rollins at the end of the night was just like, oh, I'll still be there for NXT tomorrow. And I'm like, slightly downplay some of the that's attack. A- but that's also the problem with booking two open challenges within right. two days
2: of each other. That is a good point. When we get to those parts in the show, I actually really enjoy them for different reasons. And we would uh, spitball and a fun idea in the, in the office earlier on. Um, which I think will be a nice little thought experiment for us later on, but um, you, yeah, I, I, I totally see what you're saying. And actually, when I when I found out that Vince had had played with the segment initially, I was like, oh, no, I have to give him credit because it was a good open. But you are right, though that later on does cause a couple of wobbles here in their narrative and and, yeah. and just just pace and and, and structure wise even what i'm looking
1: for you book three title matches in the space of two weeks which mm. is what they had done because it was an open challenge tonight there's the match with bron on uh nxt tonight and then there's the title match at money in the bank so like it, yeah. it, uh, you know one of those has got to suffer it was the one tonight and it kind of sort of you know moves into the one tomorrow i mean and, you're getting some
2: defenses you? yeah you're
1: getting some bit but really we're just looking ahead to money in the bank and even then i think most people are looking past money in the bank because finn ain't winning mm. um Corey Graves, I'm just going to make a little note here. Don't, I think he said he's just dressed like someone I'd want to avoid now, my local Weatherspoons.
2: <laughs> he, was, he was in a very casual affair. Today, and I know. I and
1: I looked at him and I was like, oh, I would definitely move to the other side of the bar. If I, if I saw you queuing up at a Weatherspoons, I'd be like, oh, I'm going down the other end. Normally, with Corey's drip, I'm like, yeah, I'd like that. Not this one.
2: <laughs> You'll never see me in a polo neck.
1: Speaking of that sort of weird pacing, The Miz was just in the ring. Yes. And it was like, oh, well, I was going to answer the open challenge. But now that Seth not here, I'm going to have an open challenge of my own. And it was answered by Johnny Gar... Nope, sorry. It was answered by Tommaso Ciampa. And uh, he then beat The Miz. What a great return pop
2: for Ciampa. Like this crowd I want to put uh, put over because they were great all night, I thought. But um, it was a big old pot for Champa. And again, I'm in a really good mood for some reason this morning. So I thought, you know, he gets right in there and gives him straight right hand. No hanging about. I was like, all right, I like this opening. This is a good show. I'm into it. I kind of didn't care about the... At this point, I wasn't really noticing any of the pacing issues and stuff like that. For me, I was just seeing it get on with it. And a big problem I have with Roar, especially when we have to get up first thing in the morning to watch them, is I'm like, can you just stop talking yeah do something and all i got on this episode of Raw was people doing something and i appreciated the continuity of having champa return against the miz, the miz. at one point in the middle of it he, he went over to kevin patrick and was like never text me when i was poorly <laughs> like i quite liked it and you know if you didn't know champa or if you would forgotten or if you were like it been, it's been gone eight months it's been gone eight months and when he left he was mrs
1: lackey this was a great sort of reminder of you know with the crowd pop Him, and the moves he was hitting exactly. Cleveland's a good place because he's got the connection to Gargano. Exactly. Him beating Miz makes all the sense in the world as well, yeah. and like that's what you have the Miz for. Mm. Uh, fun fact, he hasn't won a match since December nineteenth. What Miz? Miz he yeah. doesn't need
2: to because he's so good.
1: Because well, he's just there to be pinned like that. That is his role. And look strong in defeat. Mm, I don't think he did that. Um, but the, ma- the match was totally fine. It did exactly what it needs to do, which was bring back to Masso Champion. Yeah, I think there is a, a very valid complaint about the show is that there was no Johnny Gargano on this show. Mm, It was in Cleveland. He was backstage. (laughs) He was there at the show Mm. and they just chose not to use him. I wonder if there'd have been a moment where like Miz... was like well i think and then gonna, john
2: Gargano comes out and it's like it's not me it's this guy and i resent when they do that so i'm kind of glad if that was the plan that that got nixed i, um, I
1: think he was going to answer the open challenge oh god that would be such a shame I, I would have thought that's what you would do with johnny Gargano. like i said this on last week's show the whole point of setting an open challenge and it's in cleveland was yeah. like well johnny Gargano can come out and they as the the workhorse champion yeah. you can go out there and have a banging match when i say a shame i mean a shame for God, God, I that, that didn't happen if that mm. was
2: what it was going to be because that would have been a fun little moment. Yeah. Oh, well. And
1: like, he seemed quite sad about it on Twitter that he wasn't on the show. As yeah. Well. Then we got that Judgment Day promo that I mentioned earlier um, and he Finn basically says, look, look, I cancelled the Open Challenge because I'm going to be the one to take the belt off of Rollins. So maybe he's going to be on NXT tonight as well mm-hmm. because Brim Brockles might take the belt mm-hmm. off of him. Um, Rhea says she's got the division on lockdown. Balor's going for the world title. Priest is going for the briefcase and Dom Dom is going to beat Cody Rhodes. And then they said, we're going to, if you can find two partners we'll have a little trios match in there in the main event we then got a recap of smackdown kevin and sammy got interviewed backstage and no one's like i don't want to talk about the bloodline yeah and it got a bit this is a bit of a show long storyline but one that didn't have a payoff Mm -hmm. which Uh, is that yeah sammy challenged owens to not freak out on this show Mm -hmm. because he said owens has got anger management issues yes and Owen's like, I don't blow up on the shows. And he's like, you do it all the time. So here's a challenge for you. If you don't blow up tonight, I won't mention it ever again. And so Owen's like, yeah, okay, cool. We'll do that because I don't blow up anyway. And then he did like two segments where he nearly blew up, but then didn't. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, and this will pay off into something in the main event. But they just wrestled a normal match and mm. it's fine. So I, so I guess Sammy now can't bring this up because Owen's kept up his part of the deal. He did. I actually don't um, mind that it, didn't
2: end up going somewhere i did initially write down how i was like quite excited to um to have this like i thought it was quite fun to have like a whole you know
1: show i long. love a show I long story the show segments as well i liked yeah. all of them the guy bumping into him with water yeah. was proper
2: like that bit in friends 100 oh it's hot coffee and he's trying yeah. to make him shout yeah very much i liked that i liked the moment with riddle because i think kevin owens is all of us and in the, the moment with riddle he was especially me um <laughs> the bit with riddle i was like this
1: is written specifically for dan layton <laughs> <laughs>
2: um but yeah i don't know i i, I to the point where i because i was enjoying it when it i did expect in the main event for it maybe to to be a moment that made him you know boil over and lose it or something but actually i don't care i wonder if this but is just didn't.
1: like yeah I, and i you know as i said i'm not i'm not saying it's a, it's a huge down point on the mm. show it's just like it set something up and it didn't really pay off yeah but it's fine but it's fine but that's because that is the story of this week's show yeah it was fine yeah uh, we then got some tiktok videos featuring chelsea green having various different karen freakouts and then she and sonia deville lost to Kevin carter and, and Chance in. Uh, well it was a match. Um okay, so I have a couple things on this. First of all, I enjoyed the TikTok. amazing segment. you got a couple. But, well,
2: okay. <laughs> I, mean, let me, I enjoyed the TikTok segment. I thought it was fun and different. I thought it went on too long, but it was a good opportunity to see a little bit about um Chelsea Green doing her thing. I think she's great in the yeah. role. I had fun with that. I loved yeah, yeah. um the John Cena bit. I liked all of that, like the through the, as the scrolling through the TikToks. Um I have to talk about um the party girls who love to party, right? <laughs> I have to because I like them a lot i think they have great potential i think their their double team moves in particular are really
1: good a little springboard love it very the, the
2: moment where she's got the you know it's, it's a it's sort of like a, a reverse ddt into the 450 splash mm-hmm. i love that i think as a team there's a lot of potential i like that the tag the women's tag division is having some clarity some purpose actual tag teams a wonderful thing um it'll come back again when i talk about brombreaker later because um when you take something from nxt and you just pop it on the main roster. doesn't always work. One of those things is their entrance because this is like sick party music. And I guess it works in a small venue when you've got a smaller number of people and they're coming out and they're like giving it and it's like, get the crowd out. And it's a regular crowd who are always sort of there and they want to play along and they're having a little bit of fun with it. When you put that in a big arena and they do the exact same thing, but they can't connect with 10,000 people at the same time, um, it does a little bit look like their dad's entering a wedding floor disco do you know what i mean yep. and it's like needs a little tweak in here and there they're, they're, they're not polished yet oh but yeah. i like them a lot and i and i really don't want to let i i spent yonks talking about the women's tag division so i have to give it praise when they're doing something right
1: i've got five words for you go ahead adam rose and emma dance there you are it did feel a bit like the emma dance especially yeah because that's exactly what happened i remember when Oh my god! Emma, with Santina Morella. when Emma was in NXT, and she was doing her dance. I was like, "That's going to be massive on the main roster because that's like you can get the whole crowd to do it, and everyone because everyone was doing it in NXT. You have a really fun time doing it." And she went to the main roster. They didn't do any video package to kind of explain it, and it got over like a fart in a church. Yes. and I was like, ah. Oh. And I used to be that guy. I was like, it's because they didn't give it a chance. They didn't really. They should have used the video they got from NXT to show you how cool and fun this thing is to do, and then people would have done it, but mm-hmm. they didn't. And then Adam Rose debuted in NXT, and I was like, that's going to get over massive yeah. on the main roster because look how over it is in the NXT. And I think I was that fan that was in that NXT mindset of like, well, it's over in NXT. It will transfer to the main roster. Mm -hmm. I've now seen so many of those gimmicks not get over on the main roster. The Ford is another one where I was like, and it gets over like a wet I'm, I'm, I'm Now I'm like, i think you a lot of these just don't work in bigger arenas it works when you're in a small tight venue in a tight venue it's like the impact zone yes like you do things in front of the same people all the time that's why lance hoyt gets massively over Mm -hmm. because people bring hoytomania t-shirts because it's the same people there every week but you take that on the road and it's it's not as big Mm -hmm. i think that's the same thing with katana chance and and the other one here is that like your, your your party atmosphere shtick when you're going out there and doing a party and everyone's sat on their hands, it makes you look a bit
2: lame. It does make you look lame. And also you're tiny, tiny human being yeah. in a giant arena. The other one I think of is Wendy Ju. Like, yeah. with the, well, she's gonna, the sleeping thing. I don't think that's going to go over on the main roster at all. Um, <sighs> I just don't think it's going to work as well. I, I think it'll get over a main event if they sell it with the, the yeah. crowd. But I don't think it, the main roster will work. I think, it's, I think it is a different beast developmental it is. and the main roster. And I think Ultimately, it comes down to can you back it up in the ring? And the next segment is evidence when you can't, there's just no point. I think that the party girls can mm. back it up in the ring. So I think it's not lost on me yet.
1: Kathy interviewed Cody Rhodes on the stage who accepts Judgment Day's challenge because we've got to fill three hours somehow, I guess. Um, but I got my weekly Kathy and Cody segments. You well, certainly I was happy. did. Uh, and then Cedric and Shelton uh, lost to Indusher in... I mean, to call this a heatless match would be an insult to heat. Because uh, good crikey, did this Cleveland crowd not care? And this is
2: precisely my point. They, we now got the match that I've been waiting for for weeks, after weeks of squashes. I, we got a match, and it was nothing in it. It was crap.
1: And like, it, it, I did get a bit of a, a, a chuckle out of this because it's so heatless mm. and it's so silent in the crowd. All you can really hear is a lot of. <laughs> as like you know, these these two brutish lads do their big moves, <laughs> and normally you just hear that you know underneath the crowd reactions. But with no crowd reactions, it's so. Like, <laughs> and it's yeah. like, oh man, you're like laying on a bit thick. Chill out a bit, mate. yeah. Chill
2: out a bit, mate. Um, I. Yeah, just just, just doesn't. Just, you know what's interesting? If I'm not wrong, I think Via Mahan has a great story, like in he's real great, life.
1: He's a handsome dude as yeah, well.
2: Like, and and it, and it's like it's a really inspiring story. I don't know exactly what it is, but I remember reading a couple of weeks ago, and being like, "Use this!" Like, like, why are we trying to make him this emotionless, like, or like, or characterless ugh, figure? Like, just do something with him. You well, know? he's,
1: he's you know, foreign, isn't he? There you go, So, you go. so like, what? I mean, damn, that the truth. What else are you gonna do with him? You know, I like. I see him as a big foreign dude. What yeah. else am I supposed to do with him? Put him what, with Jinder Mahal. What other character can I give him?
2: Yeah, there yeah, it is. There it is. There it is. Vince is back.
1: Works with Gunther. <laughs> um, Owens and Zane um, bump into. We did the, the friends gag. Yeah, that we talked about it earlier. And then the Matt Riddle thing, where Matt Riddle's asking about his favorite films, and Kevin just goes, Matt love those movies good luck in your match he mentioned the film little giants
2: which is a film that i watched a lot as a child so i really i did find myself entertained by that but i was like again it's this moment of like the second he walked over to matt riddle i was like oh my god here we go and matt's gonna i like matt riddle in the ring and i will put over this match in a second but he was he's gonna give it all of this nonsense he's gonna do so oh, matt riddle's funny i'm a stoner and that's my whole personality <laughs> and, I, and so then when kevin starts like shouting at him i'm like yeah <laughs> so it just made it feel like a wink and a nudge kind of thing like we all know that actually matt's a bit much you know and everyone yeah. has that person in their life i liked it
1: uh we got the the money in the bank segment that we talked about at the start of this show and uh, speaking of movies i thought it was so weird that raw was sponsored by asteroid city
2: because <laughs> <What a, laughs> what what
1: what there's like you know there's the flash out at yeah. the moment there's spider verse that's out at the moment there's transformers right. out at the moment there's indiana jones coming there's like big Triple A blockbuster movies. Yeah. And no, we're sponsored by Wes Anderson. <laughs> like,
2: we, like if it was sponsored by Donnie darko I was gonna say, a couple of years ago, it's like, wow, that match between Dana Brooke and Shotzi really was something. Anyway, just before we go to the break, here's a story about the film The Lighthouse starring <laughs> Willem Dafoe. What, no, what me, was that? Let like, me tell you a
1: little movie called The Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> it's mad. But you know what? Fine. Bye. Go and see Asteroid City. Not yeah, you. Not me, because I think Wes Anderson's terrible. Um that's that's harsh. I think he's terrible. Apparently, Astro City is very good, but why was it on an episode of Raw? Couldn't tell. You. I, I mean, I'll be honest. I probably would be told by people who like Wes Anderson movies that it's good, okay. and I'll go and see it. I was like, it's like every other Wes Anderson movie. That it's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just not my cup of tea. But Renfield, that was something. Um uh, Matt Riddle took on Ludwig Kaiser, recapping the story that Matt Riddle took out Giovanni Vinci two weeks ago, and then Imperium beat him up last week. Riddle won this, good fun. Uh one with the bro Derek and then Imperium beat him up after the match, targeting his mm-hmm. leg. Um, do you think this gets announced for Money in the Bank?
2: i i hope so we have a week left mm-hmm. and i i actually really liked this match I, in fact i wrote down this match is the tits i love it <laughs> um i i just really liked it i thought there was a lot of great pace i thought there was a lot of great striking i think you know you've got riddle and kaiser in the ring it's going to be a good time but what i really loved and there were a couple of moments towards the end were were moments where moves were just given into snap reversals that quickly i mm. think uh riddle was on a on a, a kick and then um uh, Kaiser got him on his shoulders the, to the point where Corey and Kevin weren't keeping up. They were like, "What? Who was that?" i move on because it was such a quick moment. Of, but I caught it, like watching it. He turned it into sort of like a rollover kind of thing, and it and it knocked Riddle for six. And they knew what they were doing, mm. so it wasn't even an accident. Um, there was that amazing moment where Kaiser's on the rope and he goes over to give him an uppercut, and Riddle turns into a German. I love that. It made it feel like a smart, like sporting contest. I'm into that kind of match and I would like to see more of them. So thank you for giving it to me. I know you're watching
1: Triple H. I, I did very much enjoy that match. Uh, if I could pop on a little hypocritical hat here, if you don't mind. I left mine at home this week. Because <laughs> well, everyone was cross at
2: me last week. <laughs> were they? Because I was mean about Finn Balor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were fine last week. You I, make sure I you did, better did better. too. Because I thought you were you were speaking your truth, I, Dan. I,
2: and yeah, tell me when I'm telling lies.
1: <laughs> but if I may put on my little hypercritical math, uh, hat on, if I may, I think we need to stop trying to set up Imperium as contenders for the tag titles because oh, they because yeah. they, they did another backstage segment here where they were like, oh, I think you're fine that we're contenders. I was like, how? Owen's going have beaten you multiple times now and I literally just watched you lose. And Vinci is not around anywhere. And I was like, I literally just watched you get beat by Matt yeah. Rundle and then you walk up out and be like, oh, I think we'll be the contenders for those tag titles. How? <laughs> and it, is that... <laughs> And I just hear that idiotic road dog interview mm, where he's oh talking God. about, well, I think when you think about it, wins and losses don't matter. Yeah. And then could proceed to tell you why wins and losses matter, because he's a moron that doesn't know what he's talking about. We actually have an example of uh, wins and losses mattering oh, very much coming up. Oh, don't we just? Yeah. I know. Because there's two, I, I brought this up in the in my edited review, but you know, like they pin Damien Priest and they pin Nakamura, does no favors them get to win in the bank. Well, pins and losses, wins and losses don't matter. Why do we protect Raquel then? Right, 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 because, right. Because wins and losses do matter.
2: Also in that piece, I, I just watched it before we came down because you made so many references to it in your in your review that I was like, well, I kind of need the context for this because I hadn't seen what Road Dog said. And it is that thing. Of, he's basically making a point of like, wins and losses don't ultimately matter, but you do need to find a way to to like make people care about your, your people so that when someone does beat Becky Lynch, it really matters. So what you're saying is wins and losses matter.
1: <laughs> well, Okay. In the defense of Road Dog here, and I will come to Road Dog's defense okay? on this one. Okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to come to Road Dog's defense on this one. I very much enjoyed his uh, 2006 shoot interview that he did with Billy Gunn uh, that I used to listen to back when I was working <laughs> my night shift days. Um, in the defense of Road Dog. He is a man with a big wrestling pedigree behind yes, him because yeah. Bullet Bob Armstrong. Mm-hmm. He comes from a wrestling family. Yeah. A, I, he, in that shoot interview, he said, look, I can only do two things in this world. I can wrestle and I can kill people because he was in, uh, yes. des- he was in Desert <laughs> yeah. Storm. So it's like, those are the only two things I can do in this world. So like wrestling is within his mindset. So he understands that wins and losses matter, but he's also part of the WWE machine that boil people's brains into believing yeah. that wins and losses don't matter. So when you get into an interview, he's like, okay, well, I've been told wins and losses don't matter. And that's the company line. But the wrestling instinct in him is to be like, but they do. Mm -hmm. So here's why they do. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, Alpha Academy took on Viking Raiders. Time for the
2: cinema portion of the evening.
1: They had a backstage segment from earlier in the day where Chad Gable was teaching Maxine how to do a super In his dad shorts. Yep. And his polo shirt. Love it. This builds on from last week where he was teaching her how to do an arm track. This mm-hmm. week we actually got to see like the full class and everything. Mm-hmm. And he told him about hey, Otis, it's all in their hips, isn't it? And I was yeah. like, what, these? And so I was doing his little hip motion thing. <laughs> it's him, so, <laughs> so wonderful. They then have this match in which one of the viking raiders goes to hit a suplex on otis and he reverses it into a suplex of his own Uh! just like chad Uh! (laughs) and then chad gets this hot tag the place goes mad for him because he's awesome and he runs wild doing all these wicked stuff doing suplexes of his own various different suplexes because he's more masterful Mm -hmm. than his students Mm -hmm. so he could do t-bone suplexes and exploder suplexes and they look like works of And then on the outside, Maxine grabs Valhalla and hits a suplex, only this time the Viking Raiders learned from their mistake, so he's teaching them things too, and they use the distraction to pin Chad Gable. It was story told throughout the match, it was simple, it was to
2: the point, it all made sense, everything that you've just said is exquisite narrative storytelling. Maxine comes around the ring. She's not reacting. She's being proactive. She's saying, you know what? I trust in my source. I'm going to make this happen. She did it. And it was (laughs) so good, right? So legit (laughs) entertaining and so legit perfect that when she did it, like the the, the move itself wasn't perfect, but Valhalla's was wearing a lot of fabric. So when when she does the move and it it works and the story is so good, when Chad loses, I was shoot gutted. I went forward. I was like, no oh, God, <laughs> devastating. But like it and it wasn't even in a in a sense where you're like, oh, there's 50-50 or dissension in the racks or anything like that. It made sense that I because they that. were so excited, because they're learning. Because and,
1: he was excited for yeah. Maxine and he took his eye off the ball. Yeah. And this time he didn't get the the upper hand yeah. on Eric like he did last week.
2: And you know what? They're gonna they're gonna have this now and again. And I, I just, don't mind it, mate. I just loved it.
1: This I was just great. Loved it. This I was loved so the, good.
2: The tight, basic, brilliant
1: narrative here. It's brilliant. Judgment Day Carapromo, promo. Um, saying they're on the same page. I don't think they are. Oh, what makes you say that? <laughs> it? it wasn't really telegraphed. And then Rhea Ripley was set to take on Natalia. My first note here is, lol. What? Yeah. <laughs> and then Corey made a reference to her Instagram story. I haven't seen it. The Instagram story. I don't follow it. Mm. I don't think it's actually. It's it's not appropriate to tell on on a podcast either. Oh. Who's Instagram story? Well, Rhea Ripley's Instagram story. It was a, it was a thing. An naughty oh, thing. Well, it was not her though. I don't. I don't think she realised it was a naughty thing that she had shared. Oh, Share? I'll tell. T- I'll. Okay. I tell you what. I'm going to whisper to you very <laughs> quietly so the microphones don't pick up. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> How does she not know what she's sharing? That's fantastic.
2: <laughs> We've all been there, Ria. <laughs> We've all done it.
1: Christ, okay There's this whole thing on Twitter yesterday being like Oh, Rhea, no! (laughs) Oh, dear Uh, (laughs) Don't investigate any further, children Um, (laughs) Natty cut a promo backstage uh, Saying this is a second chance for her to show that she still belongs LOL, match did not get started and Rhea beat her up Gotta protect Natalia, I guess
2: So I... I actually like this idea of giving Natty an identity crisis And I'll tell you why Because, like I said (laughs) earlier on you know what it is (laughs) I just sort of
1: (laughs) yeah you just sort of I like Natalia (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) <laughs> all right, I think she gets a lot of stick and I don't think she deserves it all. I think she's reliable. I think she's good. I think she's a nice person. I think she's in the wrong generation. Like I think she she wasn't the right fit for the Diva's generation and she's maybe maybe not the the most flawless performer in the way that I would think of a Rhea or an Asker or whatever. But I think she's good, right? And I think that it, it, she's become a bit of a joke and a bit of a meme and I'm like, "Well, let's try and give her a bit of some character. Let's try and give her something." I respect her a lot and I and I, you know, you know you just you're trying here but I am. and, I and, just, and, and, and do you know what I, I applaud you for it as well it's like I, but also I did love the fact that Rhea would have seen her say that stuff and be like don't use me for your own identity crisis nonsense and it was badass headbutton. of Rhea. it was badass of Rhea. It was badass
1: Rhea. and actually i thought it was quite a nice little setup then for raquel because raquel was watching this being like uh, you know watching it that whole like cranking the neck thing to watch mm. it on the screen it was like what a disrespect right uh to, to a legend like uh like ria rivie to uh, like an natalia Italian. rather and you know i'm about to step into the ring with a legend like trish strainer what an honor that is for me and Rhea really walks up and was like i don't care <laughs> <laughs> i loved that part yeah i thought I, and, and, and like the stare-off between the two of
2: them i thought was like oh though.
1: No, I right. and I would agree uh, but then she had a bad match with Trish Travis I and now and now I and now I don't want to see that.
2: Match. I thought she had a decent match. Um I thought uh that the, the clothesline in particular was pretty it was one good move. It was okay fine. Um I don't know I enjoyed it. I thought they were doing well. I thought they were they, it was a good thing like Zoe suggesting that Trish does a little punch and then doing the punch I thought the punch looked great. I thought there were good good stuff all over. The Trish hook, Corey's delight at coming up with the name Trish hook. Loved it. Um I had a good time with it.
1: He did vote. he was very pleased with himself yeah. for Trish Hook. There was a moment where Zoe so Stark tripped Raquel Rodriguez and she can't even do that right. Yeah. that
2: one that one was a, a big old like that was you. that was a new Raquel.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, my thing with Raquel is actually nothing against her. It's her lack of character. Mm. Her character is I have a back. Mm. And maybe i'm just not a body guy it's not an impressive back but it's a monster it is, it is a back <laughs> it's the, it looks it's like everyone else's back she's got a presence that i, th- I think is, i don't think she has
2: I, d- I think she did on nxt that I think well was, that's
1: but again that's the smaller place but i
2: think what's different is that she's not visually or staturally it's not a word different from people on the main roster like a Baszler or a uh especially a Rhea, who is also that kind of like hench big, mm-hmm. you know, dominatrix kind of person. It's harder for her to sort of stand out. Um, and I think,
1: I don't know. I, I think she's got potential. No, okay. Here is what I would say. That here's my big positive that I'm going to put onto this. And I think this is a huge credit to WWE on this. The one thing I have bemoaned about Rhea Ripley's title reign, bearing in mind since winning that title, she has been in the ring for less than 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. That is appalling. Mm. One of the things I've bemoaned about her title reign is that she's not been set up any good challenges. Raquel is a good challenger. Yeah. Because she has been positioned as someone who is a dominant force. She won a two-on-one handicap match a couple of weeks ago before losing the tag title match. So there is this is good. It is good to set her up. Am I into it? Not particularly, but Mm -hmm. I don't that that's not a reason to not do it. Yeah. So I think this is on paper a very, very good thing. I'm not into it, but it is a very good thing. Right. Yeah.
2: And then I I I liked the the ending of the match as well. I, this is a yeah.
1: rare a rare compliment for me for a DQ ending. So Trish Strenner's, sorry, Becky Lynch comes out yeah. and attacks Zoe Stark. Trish, crafty veteran, rolls out of the ring and in the melee, Becky attacks her as well. Mm. Referee sees this, calls for the DQ. I think the overacting here was a little bit much when Becky was like, oh no! Head in hand, like, what have I done? Mm. It was a bit... We're over-egging the pudding ever so slightly. Raquel's bad acting in the ring wasn't helping matters either. But but Trish and Zoe Zoe walking up the ring laughing. I very much enjoyed. And I think we're now... What sold me on this was Becky's promo afterwards. Becky is awesome. She's so, so great. Mm. She has this promo with Byron Saxton where she said, do you know what? I have got bad beef with damage control. And both of them are in this ladder match. Mm -hmm. I've got bad beef with Zoe Stark and Trish Stratus, and both of them are in this match. I don't know where I stand with Zelina Vega. I don't think I've got good history with her either. I am either going to overcome all of these odds and I'm going to win this thing, or I'm going to crash and burn. Mm. And I'm going to go out in a blaze of glory and I'm going to take Trish and Zoe with me really sold me on her point that she's got in this match because she's going in there with zero friends yeah. against two teams and against alina vega i think there's some really good stuff in there yeah and it's made me very invested in becky's run in money in the bank yeah it's a really yes i completely
2: agree to all of that i really li- i mean i liked the dq because it made sense It because it wasn't like it's it's the baby face sort of you always see it as the heel you know i don't want to do this anymore so i'm going to disqualify or whatever Blah 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 and the match this one it was like it was the way that I I actually liked the way that Becky and Raquel sold it. Because, you know, it's that big in the arena doing the melodrama thing or whatever. And they're both sort of going like, well, I I had her. And she's like, I know. And I think what I heard Becky say was like, it's not normally my way to get involved. And I usually stay out of it, but I I still couldn't help myself. And I'm sorry. I don't know. Yeah, I get it. And I quite liked that you almost in this segment gave me a a shot of like Raquel and Rhea and Raquel and Becky. and I was like, well, I haven't seen those little matchups before. And I quite liked the idea of Raquel being like, hang on, I got screwed out of a chance there. Rhea's coming for me i'm cross like i don't know it was giving her a little bit of spice giving her something to do and then you're right with the promo becky cut afterwards it was it was full of fire it was full of like that kind of idea of i'm fully the underdog in this i don't think i have seen becky as the person to win this, this i don't think she's case. gonna win i think it's a you know, sky's to lose however what you've given me there is the big underdog and and enough to drive her it's becky You turned becky lynch into the underdog which is unfamiliar. At I like point. it. And I think that was that was really cool. And so as a result, I would like to rescind my criticism from last week to two of the Irish, Becky and Finn. I said both were sort of slightly underwhelming for me this week. They absolutely brought it big time. Kevin Patrick, step up next week. All right.
1: Uh, in between all of this as well, Zayn and Owens uh, became the partners for yep. Cody Rhodes. Uh, and Kathy Kelly interviewed it's Kathy Kelly, isn't it? Yeah, interviewed yeah. Bron Breaker, uh, who I quite liked his line. of was like, well, maybe the doctor will prescribe Seth Rollins some courage yeah. so he can come to NXT tomorrow and defend his title. I thought it was a pretty decent promo from Ron. I did Ron. too, and I really and liked his wacky the... tan. <laughs> it's very tan, isn't it?
2: I actually quite liked that he was speaking quietly, and I know that sounds like a really weird thing to say, but it almost gave him an extra bit of flavor. It was something a bit different. Normally, you get these promos and they're delivering their lines, and it's very like that. But he was just like, kind of like there. He was talking, in the... and it was like, "This is that your heel turn." Has been mon- has been magic for him. Yeah, and I think if you're a, if you're a raw viewer, and I'm a, I'm not a regular NXT viewer. I dip in for the big the big angles. I'll be watching tonight because I'm excited to see this. Match. Um I, I think having them pop up for these sort of brief segments on the road to give them this opportunity to try something like this, to introduce them to the casual crowd, to give them that experience of dealing with being on the main roster. I think like like with Zoe Stark last week with the watch hands and things like that, like you know, in contrast to the party girls' this entrance not really working, it, it's good experience. We were ha- good experience, get into this. We were talking, Pete uh, Tempest and I. About the match, and it was like we sort of were like, well, why? did they just put Bron- the title on Bron Breaker tonight on NXT? And then it was like, well, what do you do about Money in the Bank? And it's like, well, I mean, the tickets are already sold, so you can't even argue that the Seth and Finn match is the reason people are paying to see tickets. And we are all a little bit like, hang on, what's this match? Make it a triple threat. There's some spice in that. If you wanna push Bron Breaker, what a statement, huh? You know, I don't know. There's something interesting about the person, and I think this was a really good intro to your regular audience for Bron Breaker. I liked it a lot. Uh,
1: Shinsuke Nakamura lost to Bronson Reed uh, basically because of ricochet. Um, it wasn't ricochet interference but sort of ricochet distractions. Presence, yeah. Presence was there and it led to Bronson Reed. I've seen people being a bit down on Bronson Reed effectively squashing Nakamura. Mm-hmm. It felt like a bit of a squash in all of this. Look, I wouldn't be pinning Nakamura before he goes to Money in the yeah. Bank. But that's just me. I, I wouldn't be pinning anyone that is in Money in the Bank because I'm trying to give them as much momentum as possible. But Nakamura is not winning Money in the Bank. Mm. Nakamura is part of this three-way feud with Bronson Reed and Ricochet. And within that, you do need to make Bronson Reed look good. So I yeah. I didn't mind this. It's not what I would do, but I did not mind this. I think
2: the reason I was, I was actually quite pleased with this is that there was a time when a feud like this would have been over dog food or, or like a mop or something and like what's happening here is that these are just two people who aren't getting along and they irritate each other and they're both in this match and they're kind of like they just don't like each other and they're, they're having a bit of a scrap over it and they're going to be in the money in the bank match it's a way of getting heat for their sequence in the money in the bank ladder match Mm -hmm. to add an extra level of spice to what is otherwise a ladder match that we see twice a year every year
1: i like the fact that we're getting different storylines going into money in the bank Mm. i like that it's not just six dudes yes I yeah. like that there are. It's six dudes, most of which have storylines going in involving each other. Mm. Particularly in the women's one, I think they've really nailed it in the women's in in the women's match. You know, with the the damage control breakup and mm-hmm. Becky with with Zoe and and Trish. Here you got Ricochet and Nakamura going into there. You got La Knight story. Like, mm. I think that it's a smart way for Money in the Bank so it's not just here are six lads going for a briefcase right it's an extra it's an extra spice exactly uh, Seth cuts a FOMO on his prone uh, on his fu- uh, sorry <laughs> it's because I was also reading promo at the same time Seth was doing a promo on his phone. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Or is prone. Um, and so he doesn't give a damn what the doctors say. These doctors have got no sway in this no. company whatsoever. They told Cody he couldn't wrestle. He still did. He did. Telling Rollins he can't wrestle. He still he is. What is the point of you, doctors? Mm. Um, and he'll Fire be at off. NXT tomorrow. Which led us to our main event of Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Cody Rhodes versus The Judgment Day. This crowd was fired up they for were. this main event wow yes i love this man. this crowd came alive yeah. for this main event and this was a really fun six man mm-hmm. uh was it as good as the one on collision no was right. it as one of the good on, uh, as good as the one on dynamite no but hard down was this a lot of fun like it, it was, was it was really really good and kevin owens got this hot tag yeah that was wonderful
2: and he was doing i mean at one point the crowd the crowd were chanting spicy
1: things which meant it was being cut out and i couldn't hear what they were saying but they the were, crowd was saying the p words it was what they used to say for shame like back in the attitude era like it's a chant i've not heard for like 20 odd years <laughs>
2: scandalo but it's a great um it was it was kevin owens was like you know given it all of that if he's been contro- this is where you pay off it actually thinking about it he's been controlling his temper all night and he's now finally letting all like, that because all he want to do is punch someone I'm like go and then punch someone and he's like come on let me in get the crowd going go for the hot tag and what a hot tag it was and then what i also liked was that cody got his own little hot tag with a similar level of reaction because what that ended up doing was building this match where i'm looking at these three men and i'm like there's your main event scene. Sorry, Seth. I know, right? You know, yeah. I think I. They feel way more over than Seth does. Deep-tagged Seth, I, the
1: the song, granted, is massively over, but like these guys felt way big time. The
2: the song is over, sure, but when they're when Seth finishes a show, when Seth is in the main event, I'm like, this is gonna be good. When these three are in the main event, I'm like, this is a main event. I'm excited to watch this. Like, I love the reactions from the crowd. I love their style. I love the way these two tag together. Obviously, I'm a Cody stan. Like, I just, I don't, I don't know. I loved it. And I said it last week, and I'll say it again. I'm happy with these two holding their titles in the air as the, as, the, as the show goes off the air. Because it makes me feel like the crowd have been sent home happy.
1: They feel like stars. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, I, I thought this was a tremendous, tremendous match. Mm. Uh, I, I, th- I feel bad for ju- like it was a weird one with Judgment Day though because I was looking and I was like, well, you can't pin Finn. Mm. You're not going to be pinning Dom, mm. so you've got to pin Damian Priest. I like, oh, I don't think I'd be pinning Damian Priest yeah. either. Yeah, my he's like th- he's like the best of the three to pin, but it's not the guy that I'd be choosing to pin. You find yourself in this very tricky position of like, well, the good guys ain't losing, but oh. I don't know what i'm gonna do mm. on the other, who am i pinning on the other side my other side of that coin like the, 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 the sort of like yes damien did take the pin
2: he got a near fall on cody and it wasn't a kick out he he had a Sam on cody and if sammy hadn't broken that up he held him down for three which i think was actually kind of a big deal and that's where your wins and losses don't matter stuff goes away because cody's lost twice right i'm not wrong in that he's lost to lost to roman, roman and lost to brock, brock yeah in the whole time he's been back in WWE, he has lost twice. So imagine if Damien Priest pinned Cody Rhodes. That would be a huge statement. It's when we had Cody in Solo, which one of them who mm-hmm. hadn't been beaten is going to be? So the idea of, you know, I think Priest getting potentially a very close near fall just gives him enough sort of like, no, he's actually it's a little very bit good. of credibility it's for a little it, bit yeah. of credibility i do take the point of when you when you do take the pin who else was gonna take the well pin? that's it i think it's he not was satisfying
1: probably... to watch cody take the pin uh, it, it, To watch dom take the pin sorry he can't be dom yeah because the whole point is you want to see dom get beaten at the pay-per-view yeah and you can't pin finn because he's going for the world title mm-hmm. so it had to be damian priest sucks for priest but it was the option of the yeah. three um i've seen some people in the comments they've been like oh of course you had to compare it to the AEW ones that's more of a commentary on people comparing it to the AEW mm-hmm. ones because i when i went on twitter this morning saw a lot of unfair comparisons being like yeah it was good but it wasn't as good as the one on collision or dynamite was like well, no. it doesn't ma- does, just because it wasn't as good doesn't mean it wasn't good yeah this was a great match yeah i I really really enjoyed this main event
2: yeah I, I did too and i think you're right i think it is that thing of like if you're if you're enjoying something don't need to make a comparison do you mm, yeah so
1: but yeah uh, overall I thought this was a totally fine episode of Raw. I thought I had
2: such a good time with the show that I'm giving it four and a half. I had so much Whoa! fun. I really Whoa! liked it. From bell to bell, I just was engaged and enjoying myself and energized. And I was excited to watch the next segment. I wasn't fasting forward like I normally do in some bits where I'm like, ah, oh, skip that entrance or whatever. I was just in. I really enjoyed it.
1: I'm I'm really happy for you. My, I, <laughs> uh, no, 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 no I don't mean that's like a derogatory thing. Like my thing more on this was like, I, I could have watched the highlights package. Right and i would have gotten that i this did not feel like must watch television mm. this did not feel like if i didn't see this episode and then i came into the office and people would be like oh you missed a killer episode yeah you know, two weeks ago when i was on holiday oh yeah and i came back and Pete was like you missed a great episode yeah. of raw that was not this episode right. if i missed this episode because i was on holiday i don't think i'd have anyone telling me it's like you really need to watch last yeah. week's episode of raw that that's what i mean it's just like yeah. this was a totally fine missable skippable episode of raw but if you did watch it it wasn't bad and for me i did watch it and every segment
2: felt like it it was simple and to the point and i I appreciated that That was good
1: Uh, we're going to have a shout out to our patreon pledge hammers while you're here in the live chat please do get your votes in on what you thought of the show thumbs up thumbs down thumbs in the middle uh, as we give a special shout out to some of our wonderful backers over on patreon.com forward slash wrestle talk it's wednesday tomorrow you know what that means wrestle talk after dark is going live pete tempest laurie and dave bradshaw sitting down having a couple of drinks and answering your questions and then next week It'll be myself and Oliver Davis reviewing TNA Slammiversary 2009, featuring not one, not three, but two King of the Mountain (laughs) matches, one of which, check this out as a lineup. It's the champion Mick Foley. Oh, yeah. Defending against Kurt Angle. Defending against AJ Styles. Defending against Samoa Joe. Mm. Defending against the King of the Mountain himself, Jeff Jarrett, Mm. in a match type he's never lost before. That's gracious also features sting versus matt morgan in quite a bad match <laughs> <laughs> and even more get this christopher daniels versus shane douglas in 2009 okay the highlight of the, the show though and of course it was going to be the highlight of the show the monsters ball tag match of the abyss uh, of abyss and taylor Wilde versus daphne and raven mm, oh yeah With dr stevie in the corner oh it's amazing. It's a show painted for you. Oh, it's I loved brilliant. it. It yeah. was so great. Um, so go and check that out. That will be released next week over at patreon.comslash Talk. But if you are one of our $25 and above Patreon play champions you get your name read out on shows uh, like this one, like these fine folk Paul, the enigmatic bell tower, Toff. This is some
2: kind of Patreon shout out, Nate. Dropped surname. The batsman,
1: Nathan Batty. The number one villain, Nikolai Martinason. In the intriguing infrared, Ner Afrida Wheel. Peter Fiber Brantois. Probably better than Kyle, Philip O'Reilly.
2: PCW's inspiration, Preston.
1: The man who wears the gold, the man recognized by SWAFT Nation International as the 24-7 champion, our legend. Raw's brand ambassador, Redman2490. Reese Cook, what the rock is smelling. And Burly Burly Rob Burwell. There it is. Thank you all so much for being our wonderful backers on Patreon. We love each and every one of you. Hell of a lot of perks going up there at the moment, including adam and sullivan playing through my rise mode on 2k 23 that was on uh, last friday so you can go watch the replay of that there's uncut versions of no holds board which is the board game channel uh, board game video series we're doing everyone on parts of unknown early access to the monday night war as well as the booking podcast available so a lot of stuff to sink your teeth into for just five us <laughs> dollars into the rest of your ultranats ding 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 for the last of those Charles Berg kicks us off here to say hot ish take the men's money in the bank has two potential winners LA Knights Logan Paul they're the only two guys in this match while everyone in the match is very talented they are mid-carders only two people have the charisma needed to hold the briefcase jam that jam I don't fully agree with that Charles because I think it's three I'd add Damian Priest into that mm. But I do agree it's those two, and I would add Priest on the, as a third. It's an opportunity to give some of them that,
2: to give them that rub, to turn them into the people who you could one day see at exactly. the top, yeah.
1: Ryan Marshall says, The potential LA Night promos with Seth or Roman is what I need. And what's the chances of AAA saying, screw it, and just bringing uh, Butch out as Pete Dunne this weekend, uh, or next weekend? High, I'd say. Yeah, I was going to say low because Vince, but, you know, not it why not Joe strikes Uh, Logan is a draw for the haters to fuel them to say things like lol best thing at the pay-per-view was a YouTuber doing a flip wrestling so fake a YouTuber could pick it up in a day Logan draws negative attention to WWE similar to CM Punk and AEW interesting take that is an interesting take I don't know if I fully agree with it I I totally get what Joe's going for and and what Joe's means I don't know if I agree Mm.
2: I I think think there's something I think from the conversations I've had seeing the way he takes the stunner or the way he did that that cool holding the selfie and while doing the jump onto roman i think it looks cool and i get i get the haters like to come and say anything but they'll do, do anything so
1: yeah and, and i think you're right with like the, the, the haters on on punk and aew but i think punk's got way more uh uh people on his side mm watching AEW than people who are detracted from him. Uh, Will Campbell says, Cody taking a full entrance to accept a match challenge is the type of over-the-top campy BS I can expect to enjoy from him. Also, on another note, I have a very naive feeling that Triple H is going to pull the trigger on Logan Paul because branding trademark. Speaking of Logan Paul, do you want to see him win? No. 73% (gasps) higher than I was expecting. (laughs) So... I am wrong. Thank you very much for voting in that poll. Matt Hennessy has got a string of chats here, which i will read out in one go. said, I'm not going to start, uh, I'm going to start off being positive before the negative. SRS had mentioned in his Raw uh, show last week that people you wouldn't expect to be high on Johnny Gargano are high on him, and people you wouldn't expect to beg him to say with WWE were begging when he, when his ended. So last Wednesday, SRS uh, did a, what do you guys want to talk about? Which is basically a Q&A. So I asked him if Vince was who he was referring to when he mentioned people you wouldn't expect to be being high on Gargano and he said yes that VKM is high on Gargano and people SRS has spoken to in WWE said Vince begged him to stay and wanted both him and Candice on the main roster as in-ring talent VKM made it clear to both of them when they were ready to return to wrestling to talk to him so Vince Hunter and HBK are high on him which is good better wrestling experience has a report over the last month saying DIY are expected to be pushed to the top team and a major vocal point of the Tank division uh, again which is good news DIY are say no is yes please at SummerSlam so with all that good news that's come out about Gargano it's great and happy to hear now now now, to be negative, why wasn't he on the show? Why not do him and Rollins for 20 minutes, have him look good and defeat? Or if not, not give him just give him a win on TV. I really enjoyed WWE since Hunter took over, but not to have Johnny on this show was just a dumb move. I can't defend regardless of whose call it was. You had an open goal and you missed. Got to be critical on that front. You have to do better.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's this uh it, it's it's Vince changing things up. If that's what's gone down, and that's messed with the order of the show and the plan was to have Gargano um Compete. We don't know if that's the plan. We don't know. It's speculation. But let's say point. it was. Yeah, then that is a massive shame. That is an open goal, and that is a thing that's been missed. Because I, I think in defeat you could look very strong and have Finn come out and do the attack at, at the end of the match. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I think I love the idea of Champa and Gargano doing DIY again now yeah
1: I think DIY Renan has been on the cards for quite some time but they very much made that clear after the draft that's where we were heading and I I think think even pre-draft is where we're giving it that direction it's um August 5th
2: is SummerSlam if Mm -hmm. we want to imagine Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus DIY you've got a whole month there um you know we've had Champa do the debut Gargano coming back at another week's time it's a shame to miss the hometown pop I think it's the best choice to give them both uh, on the main roster a run together. I think it will do us so much for, and especially like I say, those main event mm-hmm. tag team titles feel like main events. So. Uh, Vandalia in
1: 1998 said, It looks like Finn watched last week's Wrestle Talk and saw your criticism and upped his game. I'm an influencer. Natari Hickson said, Hi, Wrestle Talk. You can just call me Natty. I laugh every time you try to pronounce my name. Speaking of Natty, does Raw just not have credible women for Rear to fight? They ever give her nothing title reign? At least Charlotte is a big name. Oh, I think Natty uh, Raquel. Yeah, I think is it is a big name for her to face. Yeah. Brody here says, Too much fantasy in this booking, but what if Priest wins Money in the Bank? Has a cash-in interrupted in Finn versus Seth, leading to Finn leaving judgment day. think he could be built to win Rumble this year? Priest then cashes in with Dom for the tag titles if it is still any title. I don't want them to be used for the tag titles. I don't want them to I, I don't I, want I,
2: them to be used for any title other than the main event. The only person who I think if you want to make this in any championship belt, there is one person on the roster who should be in that match his name is Seamus. The one person who I think that briefcase should be used for to go for a belt that is not a world title is Seamus because he has not won the Intercontinental title ever and he's been cheated out of it time and time again Mm -hmm. and he wants to take it to Gunther. Give it to him. That's the only case. So yeah.
1: And uh, yeah, Finn leaving Judgment Day, I think we are heading in that direction. I kind of like... Ollie's fantasy booking that he's got of this, of uh, JD replacing him. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Uh, Mr. Toff 2 has been in Menberg for five months in a row, and I felt bad for Dom during his promo. I know it's meant to be heat, but he was clearly rattled by it. Have fun on the first. We'll see you at the next one. I didn't feel he was rattled in his promo.
2: I didn't either. And actually, I think I'm, I'm getting more and more confident that London are going to boo him out of the building. I think it's just more fun. I think mm-hmm. what did London what are going to find the most fun? Booing
1: Dominic Mysterio. Uh either that or it's the ironic. I just don't think it will be the ironic. <laughs> I don't think thing. it will be either. Colby says, LA Knight winning money in the bank will be Mr. Kennedy winning, but actually having it go the right way and having a good ending. Uh lots of love to Dan and Luke. This is my first Ultranat. Ah, thanks very much, Colby. Ten Rizzo has been a member for twenty-two months. And a row. He says, Dan, my man, Luke, you brilliant man. Dan Kathy was killing it. Keen to grab you both a pint. Hope to find out about all in plans. I'm coming from Australia. Right. Crikey.
2: Long way. You'll need a plan after that.
1: The Dango Man said, uh, "Um, Eyes peeled. We don't know what the plan oh, yeah. is yet for, yeah. for All In. Uh, the Dango Man said, I believe LA Knight wins in London, but Vince is going to get cold feet and is going to make him cash it in on Gunther after he breaks the record. I don't hope so, but it's what my pessimistic WWE mind thinks of. I don't know if I'd agree with mm. that, but could be. Gabriel Reyes has been a member for 23 months in a row. Said with Theory being a seventh man who didn't qualify last year, and Paul doing the same thing this year, I hope they don't repeat the finish. I want Knight to win. Mm. Edgar Carrasco has been a member for 18 months in a row. Says the Rollins beatdown makes me believe the Balor might actually win at Money in the Bank, but I highly doubt they'd have that. Wouldn't uh, make that. Wouldn't make the belt feel cr- uh, credible. Yeah. Sorry, sorry I'm, I'm rereading.
2: Uh, it could that be that Balor win.
1: actually wins up Money in the Bank, but Edgar uh, doesn't think they'll do that. Yeah. It, it won't make the belt feel credible. <sighs> Just the hot potatoing at early doors.
2: Yeah. And yet also giving it to someone with a level of intensity of finn maybe will
1: i don't know i think he needs a bit more you're probably building right, but yeah yeah uh, york here says ultra chat before work so if this has been said already i kind of want finn to win um judgment day interfere bc style and judgment day show up uh, for the final help to get uh, finn the win um also it was so good seeing the full judgment day entrance <laughs> it's been a while Uh, Ryan Marshall said, okay, I'm with Luke on Wes Anderson movies, but now I want to see him take over and direct an episode of raw. Everything
2: takes place in the center
1: of the ring. There are no, nowhere else. Marcel hey guys, didn't watch Raw and I haven't in a while, but I want to take a chance to tell you uh, that your job matters. My girlfriend of 12 years broke up with me last Friday and I know I'm now in a darkest timeline. Your clips, your positive, your jokes and stupid stuff helped me through my dark times in the past. And I'm certain the rest of the talk will do this again. I'm heartbroken and uncertain of my future, but you guys are the constant and I love you all for it. Uh, what you're doing matters. You're amazing. apples. Oh, Marcel, I'm very sorry to hear that.
2: Yeah. Uh, the the thing that Frazier says at the very beginning of the first episode of Frazier is it's a whole thing about you grieving the life you thought you were going to have but life does go on so i'm very very sorry about that that is rubbish yeah, but rubbish. you are gonna be okay i promise
1: everyone give marcel uh some shout outs in the chat as well he's a good dude uh vandalia here says uh dan you said you think nat is wrestling in the wrong generation so which wrestler or uh, which generation would you put her in <sighs>
2: it's such a weird one i don't know i like i, I just i just mean that she wasn't didn't quite fit the diva mold, but she doesn't quite fit the. She's almost like this. She's in the wrong universe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> she's in the wrong
1: timeline. Yeah, because I,
2: I, I think she's. I just. I think she's good. She I think good. she's
1: really good. I think she had that SummerSlam match a couple of years ago that were dead good. I with think Becky. that's it. And I think the thing that's was let her Becky? down is that It was with Naomi. Yeah, it might have been Naomi. I, it was Naomi. I think she had a match with Becky that was dead good as well. She had a
2: match with Charlotte that was dead good. I think the prob- problem is that the character work hasn't been as strong. It's because she had Mandy for 16 years. The boat is nonsense. <laughs> like, I don't want to call you the boat. That's not cool. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. That's why I'm like, okay, well, let's give her a bit of spice. Give her
1: a bit of something else. Because I, I respect her a lot. Uh, ben Vlerick says, "Sorry, developers, but not WWE related. But was running. If you guys are going to play AEW Fight Forever next week when it comes out, I'm personally very excited for it. it seems super fun. It'd be great to get you and uh, see you guys play it. Anyways, cheers. Well, Ben, hmm, twiddle my mustache uh, a little bit there. Perhaps, maybe something. It is currently installed on our PlayStation upstairs. <sighs> after all, uh! I might have played it quite a bit today. Oh." Oh, matron. I might have won a match as Aubrey Edwards beating, <laughs> beating John Moxley in a barbed wire death match. <laughs> of course, you did. First, <laughs> one of the first things I did, basically. I was like, how do I get Aubrey Edwards? Oh, God. <laughs> it's, yeah. I can't say it because we're embargoed on reviews. Yeah. But that's what I did. Um, Charles Berg has been a member for 25 months in a row. And he says, Memberg is also what I call my Wang. Christ. <laughs> two years in i just want to say you're welcome and i guess thanks for the great content too you're all decent well, thank you very much charles 10 ruzzer said also dan wrestlemania 19 really judging you hard man i hate logan paul being involved in all of this not in a heel way just in a switch off don't care kind of way Dan, i hope cm punk acknowledges you as the actual truth bring on forbidden door and okada versus danielson
2: and then bring on all in and Layton versus punk for the title <laughs> of the truth the truth on a ladder
1: match um, Mr. Higglesby here's also I mean you want to talk about your Wrestlemania 19?
2: I just here's the thing. <laughs> On the episode of No Holds Board, I said that Wrestlemania 19 was like not awful but like fine right? Because I really like WrestleMania 19.
1: In my experience- It's what everyone always says about Chris Jericho versus Kurt Angle. <laughs> it wasn't Chris <a> <laughs> Jericho. No, it was um, Shawn Michaels. Sean Michaels, Kurt Angle. Right,
2: look at- Okay, in my experience, when I like something, people think it's mid. So if anything, it was a self-burn and I should have more self-belief. However, I will also put you- the, the Miller-like catfight girls had a whole segment and- um, Undertaker's match was supposed to be a tag with Nathan Jones and then it didn't happen so it was just a plodding match with Big Show and A-Train. There was the 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 match against Booker T and um, Triple, H. Triple H that nobody really cares about. There's Hulk Hogan and Mr. McMahon. Which is great. Sure. But like, and I get this, this I really like the show, but would I I don't know if it's like one of the best of all time. No,
1: I don't think it's one of the best WrestleManias of all time either. But
2: I also forgot Of oh, cause Kane you know. was in the main event. What am I talking about? Right, well I mean it's a great main event. Oh, do you know what? whatever
1: <laughs> i just
2: thought people would think that i think i think i've got bad taste but apparently i've got brilliant taste so
1: it's no 17
2: It well nothing is. no uh,
1: higglesby said luke have you seen the craven the hunter trailer any idea if there is a movie channel that can sh- see it in theaters have a lovely day especially restock's most handsome lad professor dan layton i actually have not watched Neither. the craven the hunter trailer yet Neither have I. um uh, a friend of mine did say, Craven the Hunter, I'm craving a better looking movie. Wow, what a line. Mm-hmm. I thought the poster with the, you know, that iconic image of Craven the Hunter, I, my first thought when I saw line. that was like, he'll be in that costume for the final shot of the movie. Great, <laughs> great. Everything else, he'll be in that little leather vest and will be waiting for the origin of that costume. My big, bold prediction is the post credit sequence will be him meeting Morbius, Vulture, and Venom. Oh, and then he'll go like, so, who's our next prey? Oh dear. <laughs> Cut to black for a sequel that will never happen. <laughs> uh, and Fox, your nan, says, has been a member for four months in a row, says, hey, lads, if you ever got uh, WWE versus AEW, what would be some of the dream matches you'd like to see? Minor uh, OC Walter, Usos versus the Bucks, New Day versus Death Triangle. Um, Omega Roman. Yeah, that, I mean, that's tasty. Yep. Did I
2: give you my... Did I, I, don't, I did it last week, but I don't know if I did it on the show my fantasy booking for a true forbidden door. Oh yes you did. Yes. Did I do it on the show? Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be very, very funny. I also am um, oh, who would I want? Who would I want? I guess KO and Sammy um against Lucha Bros. Well I was gonna say or maybe maybe books. I was gonna say um
1: Actually yeah, bring up some of that PWG magic. You no, know that's what I'm thinking, because yeah. I was gonna say like oh like FTR, but I was like, Well, we've seen that. We've seen the revival. Well, that's the thing I I, I kinda like the, the uh, Usos versus the Bucks, I think is a real obvious answer, but I almost kinda wanna relive some PWG yeah. stuff. But like now, when yeah, they have all exactly, been main event yeah. people, when they've all been huge stars in this way, you know, yeah would be tasty, wouldn't it? did I have a laugh there was a, there was a image went around uh last week of people sharing like all of the current wwe or people were holding wwe gold and they're like see this is what happens when you have a performance center and you can create your own stars and i'm gonna be like seth rollins yeah kevin owens yeah. walter yeah. sammy Zayn. It's yeah. like it's every single person here is like from the independent it's circuit literally roman reigns is the only one in <laughs> the house just, like it's it's him rhea ripley i right, guess yeah, yeah yeah but everyone else was wrestling famous around. performance center <laughs> <to> find Oscar <laughs> yeah so I mean I, I there's some good options there of course uh, right let's end this poll to see what you thought of this show wow this is split it's only got 5% thumbs down it's the mid and ups that are the interesting yeah. one here because 51% thumbs up mid 43% that's a real split of people being like yeah it's nice to be
2: in a good mood sometimes I've yeah. learned. <laughs> it's a rarity.
1: Also, Dan, who is Claire and why is she an absolute peach?
2: Oh, yeah. So I was in the airport yesterday and um, there was a, a bottle of absolute vodka that was flavored absolute peach. And I just picked a random name and said, oh, yeah, I know Claire. She's a absolute oh, peach. Oh, I see. It's very, if you come and follow me on Instagram, <laughs> that's what you're getting.
1: Good comedy. <laughs> Thank you all so much for watching, everyone. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday with the AEW Dynamite Review. In fact, for it'll be the AEW Dynamite Review, it'll be the go home show. Then on Friday, it'll be Forbidden Door predictions. Mm. And then over the weekend, Forbidden Door live reactions. The Truth Dan Layton will be in the building along with Chopper P. Quinnell. And then on the Monday, myself and Chopper P. Quinnell will be reviewing forbidden Mm -hmm. door and then we have all of the usual stuff so no collision review next week Mm -hmm. because on the monday we're going to be reviewing forbidden door instead
2: get ready to join us for the forbidden door live reactions and see me react to people being kicked in the face because i i genuinely it's going to be a lot of (laughs) (laughs) i love it it's going to be
1: great it is a show with Akada versus danielson i mean and amazingly enough i don't think it's going to be the match of the night because omega osprey won is I still think is the best match of this year. Yeah, I think it's the greatest professional wrestling match of 2023, and I don't think it is. I don't think anything has come within an arse's roar oh of touching God, give it. Give us, give us something amazing, and then give us the third and final match. And all now of- we've got the sequel coming. Oh. And I, and it's a very different Omega. It's a very different Will. And I cannot wait for it. And then the week
2: after is Money in the Bank, they're feeding the children. I love it. Yeah.
1: With our live show as well, if you have got your ticket for our Money in the Bank party, extra tickets for Quizlemania will be going on sale this Thursday at one o'clock. You'll be sent out an email notification. So be at the ready for it. Until then, I've been Luke Owen, D-A-D. That has been the Professor Dan Layton, Jam That Jam.